Welcome back to another episode of the V-Square Podcast. I'm your host, Norman. And I am Shy. So, what are we going to be talking about today, Joel? I have no idea what we're doing. Well, I mean, for today's episode, it's going to be a bit more in tune to our current module, our intern program, our internship program. Like uh, so, just a background note for anyone that's listening. Me, Norman, and our batchmates has unfortunately stepped into this post-pandemic working world, and mm-hmm. yeah, it hasn't really been a smooth journey to get a position. And some of our peers don't really get to have a proper experience. Let's just per se, it's yeah. just uh, it's, this entire pandemic situation has caused essentially. Uh, if it wasn't obvious enough, a lot of industries have been hit quite badly, and the design industry more so, because you know everyone would be not really be asking for designers as of right now. So yeah, yeah, during the internship period where we were supposed to find uh companies to work at, a lot of us struggled a lot. Mm, yeah, so I mean, moving on, I, this thing is not gonna go on forever. They just pray and hope that doesn't go on forever round two i mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> never mind yeah but uh since we're here right uh today's topic we're going to talk a little bit about a young designer's dilemma as you are coming out from the school into a real world so okay is this thing which is like many uh newbies that are coming out including myself i feel that there's a we have a tendency to over explain or rationalize our own personal struggles too much in the workplaces. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. So you're saying personal struggles, right? Uh is it like personal struggles in your like literal personal life? So like things that are going on at home, or are you talking about like when it comes to personal life, like your personal work? Or are you talking about like studio work? Which what spectrum are we dealing with? Okay, as I was saying, when I'm talking about work, so we are just talking about in the work. Uh, environment they just say that much mm, okay so personal struggles with your work we are pretty much in performing in the office inside studio or whatsoever in a team that kind of things right. we're talking about that con- kind of context and what do i mean by that i'll just open up with my own personal stories so oh boy uh, like the chips so basically what happened during my first ever intern inside um, Fable, I was in charge to do a postcard. Right? I was in charge to do a Siri postcard for one of the clients. Uh. Nice. And basically, the criteria was that they are trying to mail this out to their so-called subscribers, to their company, whichever it is. Uh. So it's basically a very targeted uh, postcard. And they have a lot, a lot of so-called information they want to shuffle in on the postcard. So basically, the design of the postcard basically has one cover page and the back of it has all the information that's needed that they want to shove it on there. Lah. So as for that, right, which for me back in the days when just year one, when I just finished the first uh, year in my communication design diploma, I was just moving into the office being completely new and fresh, just feeling like, okay, I'm here to, uh, you know, stir some things up. But when I was faced with that 
requirement as clients come back feedback more and more during my whole one month period there they start to shove a lot more efforts they were about like okay it was about coupons right so the whole postcard was like a coupon for the first one and then they just say oh i want to have like restaurant a and uh hotel b you know these two offers on this one a5 postcard so afterwards i just put the things like okay i put the things there then after then sometime later they came back oh some right now I want to put in a motivational phrase on top, you know. Oh, okay. I want to talk. I know, I want something motivational up there, and the title must be big, big, you know. So I'm like, okay, can I add on a little bit more? So then after a while more, they come and say, oh, actually, right now I want to put photos inside that postcard too. So my eye just grew bigger, like, you know. It's just like um, like like it's like, hey man, uh, in case you did not know that, you know, this thing here it has no space, you know, there's like space you see no space if i push any more things here they'll be crammed like a subway sandwich okay they're gonna just gonna cram there sounds like a commander asking for more troops to deploy but there's no more troops to deploy it's just like impossible you know like if a four-seater car you want to shove 12 people inside that's like the the thing's impossible to me at the time i just feel like hey man that doesn't make any sense Hmm. so i was very busy trying to figure it out and then i was talking to my creative director at that time i just like uh it's like hey it's like man this thing is very hard for me you know and I, okay and then i just start saying things like oh, i was explaining that oh because like you know as a design student you come out of school and say that if you want to print stuff the minimum font size should be like 12 or 10 that kind of thing so i just like oh since already the minimum is 10 right but i squeeze and do like this right and then that's why it's not possible for me to put another photo inside is it not possible for me to put another motivational like quote inside it's not possible for me to put a qr code here 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 so i was very busy explaining all my struggles that so called the impossibles you know mm. and that didn't really let me anything like that whole process of me trying to explain my struggles that are just obvious to the CD. <laughs> like, yeah. yes, I know. But the you're being hired there, right? They just say that you come to a workplace, you are being hired to provide a possible solution and direction to it. I mean, one I think one of our podcasts beforehand really talked about it, but after going to the workplace once again, it really reminds me of the importance of that. So it's, it's really a painful situation for you and the CD and the whole entire team to just watch someone explain why is it not possible to put a red on red, you know, why, why you cannot put a red text on a red background because you just can't see it, you know, and you just keep on explaining that even though it may come from like a client's demand that say the background must be red or it comes from the CD's demand that the text has to be red, then this kind of thing just makes you came to this, like, this incubated mindset says, oh, I need to explain and rationalize why this thing cannot work and you're not actively thinking about the output and the directions that you can take to break this situation mm, okay i get i get what you're trying to say i mean uh mm. you said something pretty interesting though just now you said when you were back to the workplace so did something recently happen for you to have this entire situation going on uh i mean uh because i had my own times at fable for a while so after like being smacked and hit by the reality a few times, it, it became less prominent and less of a habit for me to explain such struggles. And when I see my other co-workers at the places there, because everyone's relatively new like, and things that I say, oh, I did, like this color 
block put on this background cannot work because they are too similar and then they will blend it and you cannot say define ages. And as I hear these kind of things, it just reminds me of like, say, damn, back in the days I was like that. Mm, and okay. And for the love of like for fuck's sake, please don't do it. Like just don't do it. Do not over explain your own struggles to the CDs because everyone who has a bloody eye can see that this is not working and someone who has been there would also know like yes I know it's hard but what are you trying to do here man I hire you for a solution I'm not here to babysit you all the way I mean but it's a school internship program so the CDs are generally nicer and more uh caring. kinder kind yeah, of, like yeah more caring like more caring the way like. but if you really get really get thrown outside as a junior designer after you graduate and you still keep this kind of habit, then you're kind of toasted. I was honestly say that much. Mm. Okay, I mean, I I do hear you out, man. Like, uh, I understand the situation that you're trying to say and everything. Cause let's be realistic, like you know, for everybody, right? Especially for. I hear the situation, I also can relate it to myself. I hear it and I say, if you want the real reason on why we shouldn't be doing this at all, because you know what Lerua was saying, I'm pretty sure that he would agree with me that, remember that first off, we're all human, and your creative director, who you are also explaining your struggle to, let's say if I was trying to explain a certain struggle that I had with like, uh, choice decision making, for example. So he asks mm-hmm. me, why did I put... Uh, uh, he asked me to change up colors for a background with the text that isn't working because it's blending in too much. And I'll say to him, oh, but I cannot change this color of this text if not, this wouldn't be visible. This other element wouldn't be visible. You have just essentially wasted a total of two minutes explaining both your struggle to your creative director when you could have done, tried with a different color scheme altogether. <laughs> If that's not a good summary of what the entire idea is about, then yes, you got to remember that your creative director is also a person who is listening to someone's struggle on basically how they're not able to do a certain solution, which is kind of redundant. So you also got to picture that for yourself, right? Uh, if you just want to become more intuitive and you want to develop this habit, right? Like what Joel says, you shouldn't really be doing this uh, questioning or... Explaining your struggles to people because they are already very, is already very obvious. So when you look at it yourself, ask these questions instead. He said that, all right, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. Don't say why it doesn't work because if you can internalize it in your head, good. But that means you don't need to ask someone else or you don't need to tell someone else. Fix it. Then if they ask, why did you change to this certain color scheme? Explain why later. Yeah. That's one example, uh, but... Dude, when I heard your story of uh like what watching uh certain people or like let's say your what's the word? Uh colleagues, colleagues yeah. Colleagues yeah. uh perform the same type of thing, right? I mean I got a certain similar situation, although it wasn't really in uh the working environment. It's kind of like in school. I think uh during one of the modules, right, which is what we had previously, right before we went into internships, it was called uh the acronym for it, we'll just call it ISP, which is essentially working in teams for client-based projects. That's basically it. Real clients are real clients. Yeah, it was real clients. So essentially, you're working with random, uh, I wouldn't say random people, but you can choose uh, people from within design school with different specializations. So this struggle right, that Joe just went through, I have also went through, because how do I explain this? When 
imagine trying to be your creative director, your advertising manager, your branding person, your motion graphic designer, all at once into a single brain. It is not very healthy for you. You don't, you know this, Joel. So for those who doesn't know the background of the story, basically Norman had to strive for the kind of project manager and the one doing the design, the one getting track of time and everything else. So right. basically he's in a shoe. Yeah. I mean, even personally, I didn't even do that great of a job, but there was a lot of, I mean, instances instances where that situation of you where you're explaining right where people explain why they couldn't deliver the solution instead of actually trying a new solution happened so it i it really frustrates me also like, because if you can imagine right if it frustrates a regular student like me who is 18 years old right you can just only imagine how it feels like for your cd or whoever else is trying to sell the idea to because yeah. once or twice I believe that it's okay because you might be questioning certain things. However, right, if you do it for multiple times after multiple iterations, right, there's no point asking the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge struggle in that. Like, usually, okay, I would say one thing from a personal opinion of mine, I feel that especially for uh, the kids around our generation or maybe like teenagers around us, so we would have this tendency to feel that we need to justify a lot of the things that we're doing especially for the mistakes that we make or yeah, why we, let's say if I was a creative director pointing out a j- mistake that Joel made and then he would want to justify himself, right? It's because that we feel this lack of pride when we do our work. We feel like everything must have the pride like on our line. It's like, oh, that is my work. You cannot say anything bad about it. There's nothing, that definitely nothing wrong. My design sense is amazing. Yeah. That's a very internal ego that actually a lot of people have, but we just don't let us see. So yeah. you got to be very careful about that is there mm-hmm. or like, sometimes oh no uh, say your part first oh no just an ego bubble so like, even though as much as people say you know say oh i'm not i'm not a very egoistic person i'm like fam just nah, just, just cut that bullshit man just that a humble person will not say that they're humble <laughs> i come from a humble background i have been through struggle just i mean i mean what is the whole premise of you telling me that you know what are you trying to let me know that you're a person with no ego bubble uh, so what is it your claim is it certified medically certified professionally certified or something you know i mean sometimes we feel like okay for me and joel this is a bit of access information because we like right, to sir. take work very seriously but then one maybe we want to be chill with friends of course we can learn about people but the workplace mm-hmm. is especially when you're trying to actively do work it's not the place for you to do so yeah if you want to be fun and friendly, you can joke around things for a little bit, but you don't need to add uh, what we believe to be unnecessary comments. Mm. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. proceed on with your side, Norman. Uh, I think I want to say something else about... Yes, okay. So with the struggle of this, right, is that... I think I've explained, uh, ju- uh, justified it enough why you shouldn't be doing this type of behavior to other people and as well mm. to... Especially for certain people. So... Uh, Basically, the way that you can try to fix this is like, like what I've said before, you ask the question or you ask, or sorry, you explain the part later after you have already done your output in variations so that you don't Mm. waste the CD's time unless he wants to know why you made a certain decision, why the client wants to know why you made a certain decision. Do not spend Mm. the time, keep trying with the variations instead of just saying, if I throw one single variation of 
uh, this example for yeah so black background black text wow look at me i can't read of course the cd won't be able to read either so he's just like of course show me a different variation uh, but you're explaining to him oh but then there's no contrast no point stop it cease cease your stupidity yeah just cease it uh. and like i said earlier on you know because it's a I understand where all these habits come from. I mean, schools and lecturers actually ask you to explain certain things. And even like lecturers, even your parents or some other people ask you to explain something. So you have a tendency to like say a lot and just all rationalize mm. this why A, why B, why C. But here in the workplace, right? And and this is comes a little bit to uh, our like V-squares uh, design philosophy a little bit. Like we do not believe in the fixation that we always believe in like flexibility and all and we just find the opportunities everywhere so what happened in my previous story about the postcard I re- what I really went down is that i just you know because all the texts that lay out right, are horizontally like they're one straight lines you know they're all, all, always in very regular blocks you know they are like one size only and if it's a title, I set everything to like 20. If it's a body, I set everything to 10. So I just play with these two elements here and, there, and then things don't really sync well, you know, because mm. you have a lot of things there. So that's where I fall into this fundamental trap of like doing creativity. Like you just play inside the box way too often. And that's why I said that, that to, to me back then, the, once a client asked me to shove more information onto that one A5 piece, I just feel like you're shoving 12 fuel into a former seater card, which is not possible, right? So what happened really in the end is when I start to change up more variation for the typefaces, more sizes, how I treat the photography. It doesn't really, like the sound of photos I use, right? It doesn't really have a square frame, you know? It's circular, it begins circular, it becomes like gradient edges that deplace into the background that kind of thing. So it's a lot more play that I reconstruct the car, the four-seater car into lorries, into trains, so I can shove as many possible information as I want. Hmm. It just can change different forms. Like the motivational quote, right? In the end, it didn't even become a full quote. I didn't type out like, I was like, Einstein say this blah, 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 shit, like for like four, like hundred over words, right? I condense it all into one QR code that says, Einstein say something, pump the QR code there. If you want to read more, scan the code, give you some inspiration thing, boom. The information just, everything, just the formats is changing and everything just opens up right in front of my face. And I stop giving myself all these explanations to cover up the, the, stu- the stupidities, I quote unquote stupidities, I have been repeating all along saying all this, Text cannot put here, lah, bro. And too many shit here. You can't shove it in. Mm-hmm. You're fundamentally not walking out of the box. You're always playing within the box. As a designer, you should play with all the boxes that you can. You be on the outside constantly. I'm wrapping your mindset. I'm unwrapping everything there, here and there, to really breach that boundary with your creativity. And that's what you're there to do. You're not there to be programmed. You're not being programmed into doing that. Okay, the text has to be size 10, the text has to be this much, the A5 size must have this and that. No, that is just a fundamental basis that you can build upon. It's not the lane that you should stick to all in life. If not, the robots will take us over in the next 10 years as designers, okay? Cool. That's really that much. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I 100% agree with what Joel just said right there. So, if the key takeaway is anything, is that always, or how I would rephrase what he just said, right? It's just work smart, you know? 
you don't have to stick to everything all the time. I mean, unless you want to ask, you know, if you can change a certain thing, then go ahead. Like, if it says yes, you've created freedom. Ta-da! Essentially, mm. don't be bounded or blinded by the fact that, oh gosh, so much things to put onto here. Instead, like what Joel did, work smart. See how you can actually incorporate all of it to work at the same time. Yeah. Once you pick that up slowly, right, you will realize that after a while, you'll get this... Uh, it's almost like a fundamental skill, this new skill that you should adapt inside the workforce of being able to meet with uncertainty of a stupid situation that you're supposed to solve, but you're still able yeah. to do it anyways. Yeah, you're a solution, you're a, not solution, you're a solution yeah. provider. Thank you, thank you okay. for calling me a solvent. Yeah, <laughs> you're a solution provider, you are here to cater to the needs, you're not here to Tell them, I don't know what to do, man. You tell me what to do. No mm-hmm. such thing, bro. No such thing. If they know what to do, you'll be jobless already. Exactly. So, if, I mean, if I were to bounce back onto my uh, the yeah. team explanation from just now, if I want to summarize all of this. So, uh, throughout that situation, right, the team progression, team uh, project, whenever I tried to become like the CD, the creative director, to simply ask for how's the progress going on this certain situation, mm-hmm. Uh, they show me, let's say, bare minimum work. I'll, I'll, okay, maybe to my expectations, bare minimum work and also uh, a bit of effort. So I was like, okay, I wish you could put in more effort, right? But after that, I'll tell you certain changes that you should make. Yeah. Once we tell the changes, a few days later, a few days later, which we do not have time as design school students, yeah. I get hit up with the explanation saying that oh, I wasn't able to do this because of that. Certain changes or elements shouldn't be this. Yeah, la, the same old story of all of those explanations coming in, which made me frustrated more than her. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't do that to it's, anyone. Yeah, it stagnates the process uh, and the focus is really not on the outcome of the project to finish the work, but it's more on like, why this thing is not being done. Mm-hmm. You're looking at your own shoes instead of walking on the road. It's a very... I feel like this is a very difficult... Uh, okay, no, maybe not the most difficult thing to internalize, but originally when you might not realize that yourself that you might be doing these certain things, these certain habits, right? When you're saying, oh, I really got to explain why I did this, why I did that. Slowly yeah. try to die out of it. Slowly, slowly. Hmm? Take your time. But don't take your own sweet time. At the same time. Yeah. Cause if you take your own sweet time, then some people might start associating you with, you know, not being able to cut. Your only reason for being at the design agency is to give excuses, not solutions. Yeah. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. That's basically all I got to say. La. Yeah. That's all we have for this episode today. I hope that was yeah. a good piece of advice for you. Just make sure that you all are, um, Okay, my brain's thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, just hopefully for everyone else out there who are listening to this, please go ahead and improve yourself. And uh, for don't be worried of making the mistakes. mistakes. Yeah, because yeah. in the industry, especially for uh, just just a short bit on our internship program, I I find that uh the people who are working with us right now, right, let's say who become our creative directors, our leads, our heads, whatever we want to call them. They're very friendly. They really are super caring towards you. If you really get under towards the creative industry, 
uh, if you are not so or uh, if you're less fortunate and you maybe have gotten like our schoolmates uh certain situations right where they are not in the creative sector or like industry then not the creative creative sector uh, yeah off right into like you know like they're engineering creative but something like that so yeah they're basically the creative but they're not being led by a creative for example mm. yeah in that situation uh that's a bit unlucky but if you do have a creative lead in front of you right they're going to be most likely very helpful towards you mm. nine times out of ten so don't worry about making mistakes when you're first there but also don't be a dickhead towards them yeah just learn from uh, learn from it and as much as it's an abstract com- concept to grasp i hope that this can help at least certain people who are listening to this lah. And I guess that we can basically close the episode today, right? Mm-hmm. That's nothing else to talk about. Yes. All right. And I feel like, yeah. uh, wow, Joel's inspirational message is so... Uh, all those situations that you've gone through now, you feel like it has finally lifted a weight off your chest. Uh, yeah, I've been wanting to talk about it for a while, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and I hope everyone out there is staying safe during this time and everything goes well on your own side. It's a struggle. too. Phase two, yeah. I'm your host, Stry. And I am your host, Norman. Good night. See you soon. <laughs>